Hi everyone and welcome to The Companions, a live play podcast for an original Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I'm Dan, the host and DM. We're using D&D 5th edition with a couple of table rules and sound effects from the excellent Sirenscape. Regarding Sirenscape, the sound fires they have really are great and create an amazing atmosphere with music for all role-playing games. Check them out at sirenscape.com. By the way, just before we start, as always, I just want to say that it's really great that you, our listeners, can join the rest of the companions and come with us on this journey. It's really appreciated, and we hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed making it. So, episode seven. You are in Ilem. You're staying in the uh, Singing Siren. You're outside the law houses at the moment. You've just heard that the Honourable Judge Grecius is inside. <laughs> What do you want to do? Grecius, that's, that's the name you mentioned before, wasn't it? Yes, I think it's time to go back to Sing Siren. I think it's time to leave your living. That might even be a better <laughs> answer to that. <laughs> yes, what? we definitely want to really be outside this jurisdiction before we try anything else. So you've got to skedaddle on, are you, and like, leave Ellen behind you? Well, <laughs> we need to understand exactly what the strong is as well. Yeah. And how... Um, how much of a hold they may have over Ilum, considering someone involved in the strong is also a judge. Either way, we can't stay in um, the singing siren because that's where he saw me. So we need to move to another tavern on the list. Yes, I, th- I think Timmy mentioned um, a couple of other ends. Leather and lash, I think, should be <laughs> the option. That was the cheap and nasty one. Yeah, let's do that. I thought that was the knuckle one. No, the knuckle, the knuckle bone was, was rough, the rough, rough yeah. and tumble one. Yes. That's, where, that's where all the bar stalls have three legs <laughs> and the tables are propped up against the wall. Okay. This is a sailor. Dragonborn sailor. <laughs> well, where are we less likely to find the strong and the people allied to Grecius? Probably in one of the upper class, very prim type of establishments. Yeah, I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't feel comfortable there either. Um, Leaf and base. Trick. Sorry. Probably Based not. on what we know about them prior, they offered a token to that twit. They obviously value just raw prowess and strength. So obviously the uh, Knuckle Tavern will probably be where they find their foot soldiers or something similar. Mm-hmm. We're just having this conversation on the on street. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. We'll shuffle over to on the, the opposite side. I was going to say, leave them to it. Um, you, you can... Change your appearance, can't you? I can briefly. Um, the court is now in session. What if you change your appearance to some villager and went in there and saw um, what was happening? Can I come and go as I please, or do I go in and I have to stay? I'm not sure. Mm, most might... likely you have to stay in session. Yeah. I'm thinking. So if I go in, it's longer than an hour, then yes. it might be a And it might be trouble. suspicious if you just walk in and out. Are you currently in um, leaf and twig form? Is that drawing any attention? What the fact? Are you in giant form? Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Four um, guards walk over to you. <laughs> <laughs> you there? Yes. Non human? Yes. You are required to come with us. Why? Uh, by order of general orders, you are a non human and thus must therefore be interrogated for your foul ways. Okay, it's literally why. People on the, the street are just. Emptying, 
there are the two guards standing up the steps which lead to the courthouse, which are sort of fairly opposite. You know, it's one of them walks inside quickly. Okay, in my defence, I'll just say that I came to the courthouse to find out about the rules and regulations. Right, well, you'd need to go to a guardhouse to see those. Okay. That way. May I, do I have permission to go at this time? Go. May I leave to go to the guardhouse? We're, yes, we're going with you. Okay. Go that way. Come on then. Okay, <laughs> they, uh, they get two in front of you walking. Are the rest of you? I'll be with him, yes. I'm, okay. I'm going to kind of like meld into the crowd a little bit and like stealthily kind of follow like along, but not be with them with them. Make a stealth roll. Uh, where are we? 17. 17, okay, yeah, fine. Yes, you walking amongst the crowd. Bear in mind that the crowd is at the end of the streets. So you quickly walk down the street. You see one of the guards looking at you and then you just duck in amongst the, the rest of them. Keep down and move on. Yes, you spend five minutes walking to through the buildings. You see quite a few of the people looking at looking at you and they're standing... Uh... I'm with them. Yeah, yeah, fine. Are you, Sid, are you with them as well? I guess I would have walked away. Okay, make yourself wrong. 20. What did you get, Sid? 20. 20. Uh, okay, yeah, you notice that um, as you're watching, you start walking towards the street. From the courthouse, uh, the single guard, because there were two and one minutes up, went inside. He's come back out with another four guards. Two of them stand there and several start walking down the steps to you, but you quickly walk up and then you do the same as Rethos and duck into the crowd, pulling your hood up over your head and yeah. meld into it. Okay, five minute walk later, you are taken to a guard house. It's guard house number three. There's four guards standing outside. It's a squat brick, uh, brick stone building. There's, as you look around, it's fairly obvious to see that there's uh, patrols walking around the top of it with heavy crossbows. It's very militaristic. They take you, Furbolg, up to the main entrance. It's a big iron-bound door. Probably, you know, about six inches thick wood. You have to duck down. They sort of gesture you, gesture you in there. Swords are all half drawn. Some of the crossbows are drawn on you. You're taken into a small cell. Um, there's a human-sized chair, um, and they just shut the door behind you. Is there anything you want to do? Um, can I see anything else in the room other than the chair? Is that it? Uh, no, it's a chair. That's it. Um, I'll rattle the door a bit and say, excuse me. <laughs> the door doesn't open. We see him escorted in. To this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, they you, do that however, as Carmack is, is walking in with them, two of the guards hold their hands up in front of you. Ah, you, uh, Mr. Dragonborn. Mm -hmm. You're uh, with that creature, are you? He is my uh, travelling companion. We've entered your city, would it be yesterday afternoon? Yeah. I have a look at one of my pits of paper up to this time. Yeah, yesterday afternoon. Right. And um, we had just been looking to find, obviously, the uh, current rules and modes of etiquette. Yeah, you kind of ourselves. escorted past some wooden frames, mm. but you didn't really have a chance to look at it. Yeah. Uh, the guardsman says to you, these guards, by the way, they're in a black and purple quarter tabards, but they wear grey cloaks, which you have come to recognise as the guards on the walls and the inside of the you know, city. They're the city guards, as opposed, yeah. to... as opposed to the road wardens or yeah. the chain gang or whatever. Okay, yes. He said, well, that will be outside, sir. All right. 
he looks at you expectantly. Are you okay if I peruse your the boards while I wait for my companion? Mm, I suppose that's fine, so yes, go and have a look. Thank you. Okay, so you walk outside. There definitely are three boards, okay? Uh, the first one says, Felonies of the First Degree. It's written in common. It says, Treason, murder of a noble or church person, preaching blasphemous religion, arson of a church or state building, kidnapping of a noble or senior church person, theft from a royal or patriarch. The next board says, Felonies of the Second Degree. First offence, 100 gold piece fine and or three months or two years of service. Second offence, 250 gold piece fine and or two to ten plus years service or death. Third offence, death. In brackets it says escalated to a first degree. Rape of a noble or church person, murder of a citizen, defacing a church or state building, arson of a city's building, burglary from a noble or church person, counts as a second offence. Burglary from a citizen, Kidnapping of a low-level church person, theft from a noble or senior church person. So, the third board, felons of the third degree, first offence, one to ten gold pieces fine, and one to three weeks. Second offence, five to fifty gold pieces fine, and one to three months. Third offence, fifty-one to hundred gold piece fine, three months. Furthers will be second degree, murder of a visitor to LM, rape of a visitor to LM, theft from a citizen, Theft from a visitor will be judged on a case-by-case basis, other crimes. And the last board says, in all cases of second or third degree, the judge, a royal or a senior church person can request it be escalated or reduced depending on the power of the person so requesting. By which you gather that this is a lawful place, not necessarily kindly and good. Okay, so you spend a couple of minutes reading those. At that point, the door opens. There's a man standing there. He walks in. Ah, Furbold. Recognise this individual? Yeah, it's Castrix, the Inquisitor. Ah, Castrix. Inquisitor, Castrix. Castrix. Inquisitor. (laughs) (laughs) I appear to um, be on the wrong side of the law, I believe. Mm, Merely a misunderstanding. You must understand that... uh, you're obviously not human and therefore unwanted in most circles. However, it does fall to the Inquisitors to make use of such unique individuals as yourself. You're clearly not a Norseman. You're a Furbolg, although the difference is lost on most of the common guardsmen. You are quite brawny. Um, you have a look of intelligence again around your brutish face. And I understand that the Dragonborn, your travelling companion, is outside waiting for you, which shows some form of loyalty. We are loyal to each other, yes. Yes, no doubt. Beasts do stick with each other. So, I have a small task which you could undertake for me, which would go quite a long way towards stopping you from being placed on a chain gang indefinitely. I'm sure this won't be a problem. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. He puts his head back round the door. This is you there. Peasant. Uh, guardsman first class, sir. Yes, you. Guardsman first class peasant. Go and fetch the uh, dragonborn and ask him to bring in those two other individuals who are no doubt skulking around. There should be some kind of an entertainer out there as well. Uh, see if you can find him. Of course, my lord. You hear the scurrying footsteps of 
someone running down stone steps. Anthony, you see a guardsman run out. He doesn't look very far. You're the only dragonborn within within eyesight. You there, he says. Are you the dragonborn? Obviously not the most intelligent of guardsmen. I am a, a dragonborn. Whether I'm the dragonborn would entirely depend on your circumstances. Um, the dragonborn is a beast notes. man. I don't know. Can you? It's one of the other guards still standing there. There's, there's several. There's four outside. There's some on the, on the roof. They've I look, got crossbows aimed at you. I look moment. around one of them and say, Is it right if I take some notes? Can you write, beast? Oh, yes. <laughs> I can write. Yes, then you can take notes. I pull out a, a piece of charcoal and a parchment and make nice, eloquent, almost elvish-like script. <laughs> Roll a d20. 16. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, yes, you t- you know turn the book so they can see how nice your calligraphy is. Oh yeah, uh, pretty pictures. He says, um, hmm. Inquisitor Castrix said, uh, if you're the companion of the beast, he'd like to speak to you, and you've got some two or three companions out here, probably skulking around. He wants to speak to them as well. He said he's met you. Oh, Castrix, yes, Inquisitor, we have indeed. Um, one of our companions is unfortunately currently entertaining, so he is not available. But I'm sure the other two, um, they were just grabbing some supplies and they should be along any moment now. <laughs> just, for, just for the listeners, why on earth are you looking at your wrist at your watch? <laughs> I sort of look up at the nearest sundial. Oh, you and get your sextant out. And yeah. look, he's got a sundial on his <laughs> yeah. I'm a sailor. Of course I carry a portable sundial. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of look around over my shoulder and... Have we overheard it. this? Uh, he's saying it very I loudly. Raise my yeah. voice uh, as I keep going. Born. Yeah, you can hear it. Run slowly, step out, and okay. So we see all the crossbows go. <laughs> 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 so they, did, they didn't see you. He <laughs> just suddenly moved out of the shadows. Yeah, no, out of the crowd. Uh, yeah, they don't tend to congregate around the guards' barracks. They'll have been as far back as the crowd. Was. Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Okay, you start walking of probably twenty yards, something yeah. like that. It's, a, it's in its own. Area like a killing field, you know. And what about you, Sid? Yeah, I start to approach. Okay, from the other side, another <laughs> figure steps yeah. out, starts walking across, and half the crossbows sort of varying between the two of you. Yeah, that's fine. Seeing they were just finishing some shopping. Gentlemen? I'll kind of keep my head pulled quite low Who? in front. <laughs> he around. <laughs> the, the Inquisitor requests our presence again. Again? Yes, after, he's obviously impressed with our aid last time. I think we should go and see what he is asking of Leaf and Twig. Hey, says God. You mean the beast? He has a name. I'm sure you have a name. Yeah. Good. Guardsman first class. Portrick. Your mother must be very proud. I don't know. I was brought up in the crash. Well, right. so someone must be proud. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Good for you. Right. So, follow me, he says. He squares his shoulders, puts his head back. Walks forward in a very good march. Leads you through these big iron doors. The guards kind of just watch you go through. There's another two guards on the inside, by the way. You go down a stone corridor. It's stone flagged and stone walled. Uh, How tall is it? About seven foot. Okay, so I'm just sort of like that. Yeah. Um, You had to stoop, obviously. Uh But then again, you're probably used to it in human buildings, so... You go uh, through one room, there's six guards sitting there, sitting around at the tables. They uh, they just look at you, 
Nothing's very loud here. Everything seems to be in its place, quite regimented. You get to uh, the outside of a cell door, and he knocks smartly. He says, uh, uh, My Lord Inquisitor, it is I, Guardsman First Class Portrick, with the Dragon Beast and two people. The door opens. Castrix walks out. He just looks at him. It's the Dragonborn. Yes, my lord, I believe he was born that way. He just, Castrix looks at him. Portrick, you said your name was. Yes, my lord. Noted. Now, you can go about your business. And he, he bows politely, completely oblivious to the fact he's just going to get sent to the worst crap hole duty ever. And uh, he, he gestures you, oh, please, uh, enter. He doesn't wait for you a lot to enter the cell, by the way, just in case you wondered it. He walks in first, leans sort of nonchalantly up in uh, one corner. I'll enter, but loiter near the door. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll go in and stand against the wall. I'll go in against one of the walls, yeah. yeah you're in there, you're sitting on the little chair. <laughs> well, I, I, I tried to sit on it if I break it. <laughs> Oops. Any chair, would be, <laughs> any chair would be little for you, <laughs> really. Okay, so... Uh, Anyway, he gestures his hand and the door shuts. This is so. As I was explaining to your Furbolg companion, I have uh, a, a task which needs undertaking. It needs. I'm. I'm needed elsewhere. You are, after all, expendable. And your companion has Furbolg. Sorry, your name is Leaf and Twig. Leaf and Twig. Yes. Which? Both. Leaf and Twig. He says, uh, "Yes, Mr. Dragon. We don't need to raise your hand up. You can speak." Obviously, you wish this task undertaken by. How do I put this? Should something go amiss, you would be able to distance yourself from all activity. It's not so much that it's covert. It's just that. I wouldn't particularly care if you were to die, and I'm needed elsewhere. Fair enough. So, yes, uh, your furball companion, companion here, Leaf and Twig, has, has accepted the fact that uh, undertaking said task for me would be preferable to a lifetime on the chain gang. Unfortunately, obviously, both his parents were of giant kin kind. He is a furbolg, and therefore you will find that he is referred to as a beast in many, in many ways. Rethos, it's probably a good idea for you to make a disguise roll. Deception. Dis- well, I think well, you probably disguise earlier when you were disguising <laughs> yourself. So, uh, do get a plus nine <laughs> to that. Twelve. And you roll again. <laughs> I get plus seven for deception, plus two because of the disguise kit, and I rolled a three. That's a little bit better. Um, Twenty-one. Ah, I beat you by one. <laughs> he looks at you. He turns to carry on uh, talking to your companions, and he looks at you again. He sort of blinks slowly. So, he says, "Tell me, what's your name?" Methos. Oh, no, I didn't give him Methos. No, you no, didn't give me Methos. So all one. Yeah, but you just said Methos. <laughs> He says, I see, um, uh, Rethos, and I, I would take it that it's your real name, not Oren. I, can... I have many names. Oh, I see, yes, you seem to have many horns which don't normally appear, you fell whelp of a demon. However, it is my duty to kill such disgusting beasts as yourself, as you understand. 
but Inquisitors have many, many powers, and as long as you're of use, I can make use of you. The same way I even allow, uh, I won't tell you her name, a female to work for me, instead of undertaking her correct and proper duties. So, it looks to me that uh, I have one beast that would prefer to work for me rather than spend a life on the chain gang because of his size and therefore usefulness and one tiefling who's going to do a task for me instead of being executed. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I would prefer to not be executed. That's what I thought. He looks at uh, you, Sid. Well, you look to be human. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh. There are no illusions here. I am what I am. I am what you see. Right. This time. Yes, um... We He's are... a what? A human. No, yes, him. Yes. Oh, him? Yes. Rethos? Yes. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so, fine. He uh, smacks his hands together, rubs them together. To the matter at hand. As you may have noticed, Ilem is the pinnacle and crowning glory of the kingdom of Ilem. Same name. Ilem City, some people call it, that... Uh, come from outside the city. We understand that only yokels call it Ilan City. This is Ilan. We're a lawful society. We hold no truck with chaos or foul beings. Most of the non-human races are shackled or destroyed. Dragonborn are allowed. I, I recognise that uh, you, Leaf and Twig, are a Furbolg and not a Norseman. Or ogre. Uh, some of the inexperienced guards would not understand as such. However, you, Rethos, are, of course, a tiefling. You should be killed on sight. I would suggest that you keep your hood up and disguise yourself. It wouldn't cause me any embarrassment. I would, however, if you were to make too much of an issue of your race, have to execute you. Or see it done. It doesn't seem at all perturbed, by the way, that there are four of you in the small locked room with him. You can take that as you will. I mean, he might just be really, really good at bluffing. Um, the guy that cast Zone of Truth when you met him, by the way. So, yeah. you know. So, it's uh, to the task at hand, I suppose. Have you heard of Darang? I looked to everyone else to see what their facial expressions are. Can't say I have. Okay. Darang is an elusive figure. He uh, operates in the western quarter near the tanneries. And he has been preaching. Preaching to the weak-minded about the weak southern god Heronius. Now this doesn't sit very well with the churches, as you might imagine. And I think... That's quite a serious crime. It is indeed, yes. I read the boards. Did you? Hmm. Well done, yes. I'm very well aware that uh, Dragonborn can, can read. He says, uh, this Darang, I want you to find him. His last known whereabouts were in the tannery, which is the western district, yes, western quarter. I do have something which may aid you. He says, uh, tell me, which one of you is the most magically inclined probably be myself 
No, oh, how surprising. Or possibly the entertainer. Or possibly the entertainer. Yes, is where absent. is this uh, this Victor? Where is he? He was um, currently performing his uh, entertaining duties at the uh, establishment we had gained rooms at, I believe, in order to um, keep favour with the barkeep. Oh, I see. And the name of the inn you were staying at? Uh, singing Siren. Yes, I know. Uh, the poet owns it, doesn't he? Thinks it's a poet, some kind of wordsmith, I think he calls himself. I think. It's... I thought his name was Byron, but it doesn't yes. mean anything to me. Yes, it is. I personally think that his works are flights of fancy and therefore give too much by way of chaos to his writing. But uh, nothing untoward has happened there so far, but I do keep my eye on him every now and again. So, you, Mr. Tiefling Rethos Oren, he pulls out a... Uh, looks like, Anthony, you recognise this as a compass. Okay. However, it's a little bit different in as much as the, the ring itself is made of crystal. But the rest of it looks the same as a compass. Okay. He says, he gestures, he sort of, as if he's going to throw it towards you. He just keeps his hand over, it just floats over towards you. Directional locator. Indeed, so. Now we found out about three months ago, by we I mean the Inquisitorius, about this uh, blasphemer, this heretic, by way of a craftsman by the name of Pietra. Okay? Pietra makes statues. What we discovered was that he was making statues of Heronius. So what we did with these hollow statues, we had Pietra inscribe the holy symbol of Balos on the inside. Now, it's inside a ring, which the normal symbol isn't. So this directional locator, as you call it, a locate object compass, should be able to take you to where these things are. thus allowing you to find the new members, hopefully for the trail upwards and find Darang. Simple enough? Simple. Even for you? Simple in its speech. We'll obviously see how the execution plays out. Absolutely. Now, lawful is as lawful does. There will be a reward, of course. So, uh, Dragonborn, you are classed as a visitor. I suggest your reward for this will be 20 gold pieces. Young Sid, sir, um, you're also a visitor, but you are indeed human. Therefore, I suggest that uh, your reward be 30 gold pieces. Well, that's very generous of you. Of course, you are undertaking a task for us. You're a specialist at this moment in time. Sure. And I will make sure that the rest of the Inquisitors, which will, which will settle down, go through to the guards, you will, I will get you passes so you can pass through them without being hindered. Speaking of passes, mm. uh, we did learn that... Um, we needed licenses to perform magic uh, for those that do use arcane arts. Yes, I do believe you telling me that you don't have any arcane powers. No, An alchemical solution on your blade, I believe you said. Yes, I was speaking of Rethos. Ah, you have given him a magical object, and to use such an object, would he not, not need a license? Not to yet, you. You would have been well thought of if you had only been in the crash. Still... Also for, um, for the Bard as well. That yeah, some unfortunately he's not here. Mm. I shall send uh, one of the guards to ask him to come visit me. Yes, uh, you're right. So um, if you'd just like to wait for a moment, he 
gestures, the door opens, he sort of just moves his hand as if the door needs to follow him and the door shuts behind him. He walks off. How long do you want to wait there for? We can't go anywhere else. Okay. From my understanding, we're stuck in a cell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any windows? <laughs> no. There is a, a light source, which is just like a rock stuck to the middle of the ceiling, with, which sheds light. Does he have a desk in that room? No, it's just one chair. Just one chair. Okay. Which you're currently sitting on. I'll get up in the lift. Okay, that's one. Do you want to get up and keep your head down? Or? Yeah, I'll just sit in the corner or something. Okay, fine. Ten minutes afterwards, he comes back. He's got four passes, and it says, basically, hands one to each of you, and it just says, for yours, for instance, says, the bearer of this pass is human, gives a very brief description of your character, named Sid, working for Inquisitor Castrix, and by order of said Inquisitor, he shall be given leave to act in the Inquisitor's stead up to the level of a Guardsman First Class. Any queries as to this must be directed to Inquisitor Castrix, signed, and it's like a flourishing name underneath it, it says Inquisitor Castrix. Thank you. That would be of great aid to us. Yes, so Jesse's again, the door opens. I have no doubt you want to get on your way as quickly as possible. I have one final question. Yes, of course. Do you require this person to be alive when he's captured or brought to you or I presume you have methods of interrogation that depending on his level of resistance shall we say that's a good question actually he's a dangerous individual a cleric which is obviously uh, blasphemous if you can bring him to me alive with no tongue and broken fingers then I will give you as a group a bonus of 300 gold pieces mm. otherwise dead is fine mm. I don't want him able to cast spells no, no. obviously we shall see how much resistance he offers when the moment comes jolly good so he uh, gestures towards the door he's quite polite he's just a little bit condescending and just you know treating you as just the almost yes. the lowest and the low of the low you know so the document that Sid's received. What about Sam? Do we not receive? Do we not need like a bounty hunter? No, you're, you're you're acting on behalf of the Inquisitor, okay. uh, which so does, is a, a license to kill almost. Walking around really? as a furbold, he's not going to get arrested by the guard on every corner. As long as he pass. shows that pass, he's good to go. Hmm. Don't lose the pass. No. <laughs> Mine's not going to work if they identify me as a. Uh... Yeah. But I presume Rethos's pass also means yours. Use of magic. Yours says the same thing in that you can use magic. Well, well, the fact that you're acting for the Inquisitor doesn't have to mention that you can use magic. You just say, working on behalf of the Inquisitors, the Inquisitorious. And that's fine. Yours, 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 however, when you read it, says human. Doesn't say tiefling. Uh, it just says. Does basically he say Furbolg? Yes, he says Furbolg. He says Dragonbolg, yours is human. Yours is human, and he looks at you, as I said earlier, don't embarrass me. If I have to have you executed as a tiefling, then I will do so. I suggest you learn to disguise yourself better. <laughs> so, any more questions? I think that covers all the salient points. Mm-hmm. We know where we're heading. Well, we know how. Op- Octavus who. is nearly gone. Nonus will be here soon. Mm. So, uh, you know, before winter is fully upon us, off you go. Fresh in the morning. Yeah, I, I believe, from my learning, those uh, types of people prefer the, the early hours. Blas- blasphemous god heretic worshippers, or <laughs> whatever. 
Yes, those. I don't know. Those sorts of people. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. So you walk outside? Yep. Yep, we leave. Yeah, you're in the, well, the killing zone, really. Guards watch you as you walk past. <laughs> you have to explain to the listeners what you're doing with that single digit pretending to the back of your head. I think he's sort of showing the guards his new pass, isn't yes. he? Oh, oh, yes, really. And pass. Uh, <laughs> yes. And this is my middle finger. Mm. Goodbye. You'll see my shoulders drop and be a bit more relaxed as I leave the enclosed space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yes, you walk outside. I should have stayed in the crowd. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actually, Castrix quite liked your uh, your way of looking beyond to see what could have happened. Mm. But I don't like being around prison cells and yeah. officers of the law. Okay, yes, yeah, so you walk out. Notice so neither of us were offered a reward for completing no. the task. <laughs> your reward was that you don't get executed and you don't get the chain gang. The thing I don't understand is what sure stopping us from just leaving. Scooting there. Yeah. <laughs> Finding the closest gate and... <laughs> Fine. He didn't. He didn't mention that. Much climbing stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> you probably find that the locate object has a locate object on it. <laughs> yeah. That's why we sell it and don't take it with us. Well, we're not necessarily in a terrible position. Does now. it have a stamp on the bottom of this object saying "Property of Inquisitorium"? We've been it's in worse symbol. positions. Uh, yeah. Um, it is marked, by the way. I look at the bottom of it. I think you should hold on to this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you take hold of it. They're using it to track. Does the, uh, um, does uh, have I, have I got experience? You, like, can I operate it with these, or do I need Make to... Make an arcana roll, arcane roll. <laughs> not a good one. You think you'd probably... What did you get? A five. You think, mm, it's not working, but you've heard about magical items. You don't, you've not had a great deal of experience with magical items, really. But you have heard that you need to attune to some items before they will work. Okay. Do you need it back? Um, someone needs to attune to it to make it work. Well, don't look at me. Guess I'll take it back. <laughs> you know what I do. There you go. <laughs> expecting this thing to be cursed as well. <laughs> Leave it there. I'm half expecting this thing to be cursed and never be able to unbind gonna, myself from it. You can freely, freely go into a tune to it of your own free will, are you? Not the minute. <laughs> okay, so you're standing, you know, halfway across the ki- killing ground at the moment. No, so I, keep on, I don't stop as we're talking, I keep yeah. walking. Okay, yes, fine, you, you head off. I mean, the, the gate heads sort of the south, so. So the gate the, out. The gate, the door away from this guard barracks number three. Mm-hmm. Do we still want to move Tavern? Yes. Is he a chain gang walking past you, by the way? Is it the gang we saw earlier? Yeah. It's got the little girl in it. Do I yeah. notice the girl that kind of whispered into my head? Yes, probably, because you'll pay attention to them. She doesn't. None of them notice you. They're like nearly asleep, exhausted, sort of dragging their feet. So it's, nearly, it's not evening, is it? No, this is late morning. They're actually... Um, not sure if my fate's better. Just going there... On their, well, you don't know where they're going there, but they're going into the guards, to the side of the guards' barracks, actually. Just saying. You want to carry on walking? Yeah. I, I think we should walking. go for an alternative um, place to rest. Yes. It's only morning. It's mid-morning. We can on it. Look, okay. You want to head down? Our bard, no. Anyway, we're missing. Just at least tell him what we're doing, so he knows. 
if, mm-hmm. we, if we do go to um, the Leather and Lash, it's in um, the Tanner Square anyway, which is where we've got to go, isn't it, to look for Pietra. Could be, could be a yeah, good place exactly. to start just for information. Mm. Yeah. At least we're, we're closer to the area then. Mm-hmm. Less travelling. So where are you going? I think we go back to the singing siren, gather our belongings and the... It's a light drizzle, by the way. Body in a tapestry. Okay, yeah, you go. We might need some cold weather gear. Based on the climate around here. It's, it's warmer in the city than it was mm. outside. But yes, you, before we leave. you get to the singing siren... Victor is on the stage. He's got probably half a dozen coppers and a couple of silvers on the stage around him. He's playing his flutes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Victor, you're doing a great job up here. I can tell by the coins you've you've got there. It's not bad, actually. It's, it's so much better than it has been. <laughs> yeah. Practice is making perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you hold the fort here, mate. We've just got a little errand to run. Okay. And um, I'm hoping you, you're you not considering the offer to take up that private entertainment job for that guy. <laughs> He says, well, I, I seem to be doing quite well here, chaps, so... Yeah. We'll be relocating to, um, what was it? Leather and Lash, I think it was. Leather and Lash. Okay. It's it's square. It seems to be a safer place, and we'll be moving there anyway for investigation. Okay. You, you feel something tugging. Um, at, like, I'm assuming you're wearing clothes on top of your armour or whatever, or underneath it. Something tugs on your clothing. Um, I might have clothing. I it's think I'm wearing your chain belt at the moment. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's sort I've of got an un- under thing here. Yeah. It sort of taps inside of your chain mail then. Hello. Hello, Hello sir. Yeah, right. Yes. Did I hear that you're relocating? Yes. We actually gained a... A patron, A request. Sir. A request. For some assistance as specialists. Specialists, sir. Yes, but it will mean we oh, have to very go to the exciting. Tanner's Quarter. Oh, it's very difficult to get to. Not really so, but um, you know, if you need if you need a guide. Well, I think he's paid, you're paid up for the day, aren't you? I was paid up for the task, sir. I oh. believe it wasn't a daily rate. No, sir. Oh dear. How much did you pay him for the task, Leaf? The silver. It was indeed a silver. One silver. Mm. And someone gave him the silver tip. Yeah, I did. Mm. Would you like me to guide you there, sir? I think the going rates are silver. Depends. Well, so we may need your expertise for a little bit longer. What is your daily rate? Two silver, sir. Oh, I don't know. thought it was one silver. Mm. No, that's for a task, sir. You want me for the full day, it's two silvers, and you have to buy my lunch. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a silver and a lunch sounds like a better good deal. He looks at you. Quite a few alleys between here and there, sir. Wouldn't want you getting lost. I'll toss him two silvers. Okay, fine. He snatches him out of the air. Thank you, sir. Shall we be on our way? If you need the Jakes again, sir, Sir Giant. Sorry, say that again. Do you need the Jakes again before we go? No, I'm fine. I didn't know Giants had weak bladders, but, um... You okay? Yep. Okay. He whips out his flag. (laughs) Holds it up on his little stick with the yellow flag 
Right Tim. then, sirs, Tim. follow me. Tim. Yes, sir. Lose a flag. So I can't do that. I'm an official guide. <laughs> but this is this is an official investigation, so we need a bit of what's the word? Circumspectness about us. That's a very big word, sir, and I'm not that old. <laughs> I look is at that you to too. do with chopping some skin <laughs> off a certain part of your body, sir? We need to go undercover. <laughs> I look at him. I look at him again. <laughs> what's he talking about? <laughs> What do you humans chop bits off for? I do not know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's just making things up. You know, I've heard children. About it. Sounds very horrible to me. Children tend to make up things. Are you making this up? I say to Tim. What? This mutilation of yourself. I don't do it. Don't leave me alone. What? <laughs> do you want me to guide you or not? I've been paid. I will guide you. Follow, follow the yellow flag, sirs. No, 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 no flags. No flags. Oh, why not? Can I use my cantrip to set the yellow flag on fire? That's not pretty nice, but yes, you get rid of the yellow flag. You, it's, I, I think you need to be like quite close. It's flaming up on the top of the hand, isn't it? No, you can. If I see him starting to cast something, I'll so just go up to Tim and yank it out I've of his just hand. Got, I've just got that, and a little flame appears on the bottom flag and burns the flag away. <laughs> I think he's about a third of the way burned when he notices it, puts it down, and quickly puts it out. Right. Sirs, he says. This wasn't very friendly. How, whichever one of you managed to do so. That's going to cost me another two silver pieces to get that fixed. Well, we told you we didn't want the flag. We've got to stay hidden. Well, you didn't obviously, tell obviously someone's um, looking out for us and that's a tactual flag as mm-hmm. a result. Yes, well, I may be young, sir, but I'm not stupid. Tim, we'll pay you a lot more if you just stay quiet and get us through this. Okay. I want to hand him two silver pieces of one hand. With my other hand, pit pocket two silver pieces that Vin gave him. He <laughs> doesn't notice. Could you roll a perception roll, please? Uh, that would be a 24. Damn it. Okay, fine. You put your hand in his, in his belt pouch and taking his out. He's putting his hand in your belt pouch. <laughs> However, you spotted him and he didn't spot you. <laughs> so I'll take the two silver pieces and snap his hand away. Sir, that's a sort. I'm a child. He looks around. And that's theft, which I believe is a third degree. It's not theft, um, sir. I didn't get anything. It's attempted theft. <laughs> <laughs> I could suck my book. It's only second degree, isn't it? Second attempted. No, it's oh, actually third. third degree because it's visitor. visitor. I, however, am a citizen. However, we're working on behalf of the Inquisitor. That's all you had to say, sir. Still haven't got my money, though. No, I gave him two silver and pocketed two silver okay. out of his own coin purse. He puts it in his purse. Frowns a bit. Shakes his head. Okay. Goes to reach for his stick. Oh. <laughs> so he wanders off. Follow me, sirs. You can be a most effective guy without the need for a stick. Well, you might say that now, sir, but I'm quite small and you might lose me in the crowd. It's entirely up to you. I could, do however, you, do you requ- ride on top of a giant shoulder. As I say, do you require contact like with the ground? Do I require what? Do you require contact with the ground? Generally. Oh. I don't have to. It's not going to throw leave? you anywhere. Would you mind? We've got to collect our belongings first okay. before we leave. <laughs> Which for you is what? I've a small sack a, a giant and a body. <laughs> and a body. Do we not we leave that for. Um, we're ready to go. Victor can look yeah. after Crane's body. Is it, Crane is starting, by the way. When you get a bit closer. It's a bit bloody, it's just quite squelchy, and there's a bit of smell coming. I think we As you pick the body up, a couple room. of flies start flying around. 
We'll leave him fixed as well. It's Victor's responsibility. We'll let Victor know. And obviously he needs some, some sort of preservative or um, ice or something like that, I think. <laughs> so you go downstairs. You I see him in a six foot deep hole. Not preservative and ice. Victor's actually doing really well. He's got a bit of a crowd there at the moment. Byron's got a big expression on his face and he keeps looking down behind the bar and looking up. Well, we'll just say we've left all your things in your room to collect later. To him? Uh, uh, to, yeah, he kind of nods, winks a bit because he's... I'm going to go up to Byron. He uh, quickly closes a book and puts a quill and... and I sort of indicate, come closer. Yes, sir. I just lean forward and goes... Just be careful, you have drawn the attention of the Inquisitors. They know about the words. I'll lean back and walk off. He's confused, somewhat worried, not really understanding that his, uh, his poetry and his wordsmanship would bring down the ire of someone who likes the status quo without any flights of fancy. Okay? Yeah. I'll um, go up to Leaf and Twig. Be the small child. <laughs> Leaf and Twig, um, if I remember correctly, when I met you in the woods some time ago, you were, you mentioned being crystallised. I was indeed. Maybe, maybe we I don't can... remember too much about it though. No. I remember coming out of it basically and everyone disappeared and moved on. It'd be handy if we could get something of the sort for Crane's body just to preserve it. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I think you'll find it might have been Grecious that cast it. Yeah, I think it's Grecious that cast it. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> it was Grecious that cast that. No one told me in game. Perfectly, <laughs> completely incapacitated you. Yeah, it's a kind of means of of um, stopping deterioration and that kind of thing. Like you put someone who's about to die poison in a crystal coffin in effect. But he's obviously changed it to use it as some kind of weapon. So, you uh, got your gear. Yeah. You're standing in the. Would the tenons be able to preserve crane? With salt. Taxidermist, mate. How many you want to be carrying a dead body around? That doesn't really make a lot of difference to us. We've got the passes. I see we're leaving with Victor. Uh, we, we already know there's limits to those passes. Do we? Tieflin's one of them to start with. Oh, yes, but that seems to be a, a particular curiosity of this place. But walking around with a dead body might raise more questions than the Inquisitor's able to answer. Up to the authority of a guardsman first class, you have. They don't generally walk around with seeping fly surrounding bodies. Oh dear. Okay. There are limits to her. Yeah, oh, you've got to be a bit <laughs> circumspect, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, you're standing in the tap room, where are you going? Timothy, sort of jiggling from one foot to the other, is like, you know... I think oh, we should off. Yeah. Going into the West District. Was it West District? West, West Quarter. Canada. West Quarter, that's it. Yeah. Wait until I get outside and then I'll lift him up onto my shoulder. Woohoo! He says. I'm big as a mountain! Forward ho, beast! points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a beast, Timothy. Do it's not. just... Do not call me a beast. Just a saying, sir. No, Timothy, it's not. It is. If you wish to travel with us, we need to know these things. <laughs> right. Okay, Mr. Dragonborn, sir. Wonderful. He's Leaf. I'm Carmack.
Good. We have much to learn from each other. We have much to learn about each other and from each other. Tim? You sound like a teacher. I don't go to school. Oh, you've got to learn somehow. I can learn myself, he says. If you say so, you little runt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taller than you. (laughs) Technically not. I'll grab the scruff and just lower him slightly. <laughs> <laughs> just below. Up, 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 up. <laughs> just a bit lower. His feet are moving backwards and forwards. Up, 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 up. It's <laughs> not fair. And then I'll put I him believe back. that's the first lesson, isn't it? Every so action has have, a consequence. If you now illusioned yourself as a human, would he be flying effectively? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as visual goes. Depends if he's on his shoulder to begin with or not. Because your normal clothing and stuff that you're wearing or carrying becomes part carrying. of the illusion. Yeah. yeah. If you cast the illusion before you pick him up, then yes, he'll be flying mm. along above him. <laughs> so. Westwater. I thought you were au natural at the moment. I am. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sir. That name, well, I'm not au natural. I have clothes on. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. You just can't see them under the fur. <laughs> right. So you head. Okay. You walk for a good half an hour. It's not as if you're going overland, of course, but um, so you're walking down some side streets and across uh, you go across the market square which is you know quite a large area some shops around the outside if you remember there's like a potion shop and then there's a like a herbalism shop that kind of thing you go for a while and then you faintly start to discern a a smell it's a bit nasty really it's like um rotten vegetables and um cooked oil that kind of thing, a bit maybe rotting. So uh, Timothy um, sort of taps his feet on the, on your upper chest. He says, we're getting to the tanners part now, uh, Mr. Leaf, sir. Do you need to get down, Timothy? Nope. You'll see why in a minute. <laughs> so as you, as you get closer, you, you notice it becomes less clean. It's people clean the main thoroughfares, which they have to do by the law. But there's so much, there's bits of old degraded leather, um, animal waste, bits of hair, bits of, just not very nice. Uh, Okay, so you're walking along, you get to another small square, and as you get in there, uh, you see a half a dozen individuals, they look up from where they've just been sitting around, looks like they're playing knuckle bones, you know. They walk over, uh, they sort of size you up. Down all of, all of you, well, you four, and Timothy, I guess. What do you want, eh? Eh? What you doing here, eh? And that's where we'll leave this session. Hi, everyone. It's Dan here. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As the characters add another quest to their list of tasks to undertake, this time working on behalf of Inquisitor Castrix. If you want to see what it's like for a party that actually are part of the Churches of Obedience and Punishment, you should check out the campaign of evil characters. The Inquisitors of Ilem, with Canon the Inquisitor, Book the Assassin, and Damien the Paladin. And just to say again, thanks very much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it. Your likes, comments, and word-of-mouth referrals are really welcomed by us, so please keep them coming. See you next episode.